Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad. I'm so excited about my guest today, Josh and Christy Burke. Now, Josh and Christy Burke are a husband and wife team from Kansas City. Now, Christy's family has been in real estate and sales development for over 40 years. In 2016, Josh and Christy decided to join the business that they felt destined to be in. They said, we specialize in residential new construction, but also rely heavily on their own resale business. Welcome, Josh and Christy. How are you today? We're great. Thank you so much for having us. So talk to me. How is the business? How's the market in Kansas City? Um, It's good. So basically what we're dealing with is kind of like a perfect storm, right? So inventory levels are down. Like we don't have one county that we work in that's over 1.5 months of inventory. So if you're thinking about a time to list, this is it. The other thing that's obviously helping is rates. So as you have this low inventory, you have this amazing time to get rates around like three or below. You know what I mean? Lots of people going after that. Um, If you're looking at average price of homes, that's obviously going up because of those two stats. So probably our biggest market is um, like around 330 is like the average price of a home. And then like the lowest is probably around like 240. So when you say you specialize in new construction as well, where are you getting your new construction leads? Do you have a a construction company, you know, a home builder that you actually work with? Are you in-house or are you just working out of Remax? My family does development and they work with several builders and there's about seven active subdivisions right now. They list everything. So what we do is we volunteer our time on the weekends and we sit a lot of open houses and it's usually him because we got, we have a two-year-old now. So that's great. great. So are you guys with the coronavirus, are you guys able to still do open houses in Los Angeles? We don't do it. We can't do open houses. Everything has to be appointment only. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's more precautions that you have to do and stuff like that, but we are able to keep working. There was like a little while where they did shut down open houses, but it slowly got back as the county got better. So guys, where do you see the market headed in 2021 in Kansas City? You know, it'll just depend, I think, a lot on the policies that get put in place, especially as the eviction moratorium is lifted. So hopefully the policies are the right fit for what we need to make sure that these people continue to have homes. If we could keep those rates kind of low, I think there's nothing besides a good market coming. But, you know, if those rates start to go up, it's going to start halting some people from qualifying for the amount of house they want to buy. I've been in the business now since 1998, and I, I really have watched, especially during the last downturn, I unfortunately had to figure my whole business back out again after being in it for 10 years in 2008. And I don't see that necessarily happening here now, but I do see nationwide it being a problem towards the end of 2021 based on the uh, NODs and the forbearances. And it all is going to be kind of depend, Christy, on what you said, what's the government going to do to help people? And if they're going to help them, people will be able to uh, hold the hold on to their homes at least. So where do you guys get most of your clients from? Are they the new construction on weekends when you're doing open houses or are they referral? We got kind of a good mix. About 60% of our clients come from referral business, 30% probably from the open houses and then 10% just random internet stuff. Like, Do you tend to uh, use Facebook and Zillow to target market people? Uh, most of what we use is social media just to keep 
prices low and stuff like that. But most of what we're doing is like Instagram and Facebook. Focusing on the actual houses that we have listed. Like I primarily try to focus our advertising on actually selling the house because I think that that shows our clients that we go above and beyond when it comes to the service. That's great. That's great. Let me ask you guys, what's an average morning for you? I know you got a two-year-old now. Talk to me. What's your average morning? How do you prepare for the office? And uh, what do you do when you first come in from waking up? Yeah, our mornings are kind of different. So I'll let you go first. Well, we, so our son will end up in bed with us almost every night around like three in the morning. So we usually wake up to a punch in the face. Yes. And then then I have to like kind of take care of him. And I usually put him on baby songs to watch while we get ready and business casual most days, but you never know when you're going to get a call or showing. So I like to be ready to go. And Josh is kind of the same little, a little more regimented. Yeah. So I'm a routine person. I have to do the same thing every single morning. Otherwise it kind of throws me off for the whole day. First off, I get slapped or kicked in the face by my two-year-old. There you go. The alarm clock. That's about seven, seven 30. Then I get ready and dressed for the day. The first thing I do is I check the stock market. I check the news. Then the first thing I do is I check my Google calendar because everything goes in Google. If it's not in there, it doesn't exist. In this job, there's a lot on your plate all the time. So if we don't put everything in there, we're going to forget something. So I check that to see kind of what my day is going to look like and plan on that. Right after I'm done with that, I check my email to see if there's any 911s or any kind of like first things I have to handle that morning for a closing or anything like that coming up. Then my day kind of splits. I either head to the office or I go to an open house. And then from there, I'm pretty much available to clients for the rest of the day. I always used to tell my wife, it would be very easy to kill me because I am so structured when it comes to, I'll have breakfast the same way. I'll go to the gym every morning. I'll know where I'm going to be. My appointment book is so important. And if you put things like your gym or your lunch or whatever in your book, you're more apt to keep those things. Because I find that if you're not going to the gym or you're not doing something for you, you're not going to be truly happy in our business because you have to have some time for yourself. So that's great. So what? how did you guys pivot to uh, with COVID and the quarantine? So we were really lucky. Um, we already had a lot of technology in place. So I had done a lot of sight and see, FaceTime tours, Um, Those are things that we continue to do through um, coronavirus. Zillow has the integration for the 3D home tour. So we had all of those on all of our listings. So I wasn't familiar with Zoom before this. Were you? Did you use Zoom or? I was not. No, I actually did get Zoom for That was probably the newest technology that we had downloaded. Um, And we used it primarily for builder meetings. We were using FaceTime for everything. So like if we had not a state client, we would literally, we were used to, we were already used to walking through a house and showing them everything and like kind of talking about the things that you can't see on a video. That's great. We were already used to that. So it was, it made a pretty easy transition. So let me ask you guys, you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah, but it's been. Right. It's been a long time, but you know the premise, right? How detailed is this question? This is detailed, Josh. (laughs) Pay attention here. Okay. So Josh, if you uh, were Marty from Back to the Future. What, what would you have, you know, advice would you give to your young self to do more of and, and do less of? First off, I think the most important thing would be just don't be scared. Jump in both feet. Get involved in the community. Get out there. Meet people. Help people for absolutely no reason beyond the fact that they're going to rem- remember you. You know what I mean? Get out there and do stuff for them so you can build relationships with these people and go at it that way. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I got involved in a, in a B&I group. So it's business, networking, international. So it's like basically a, 
it's a referral group. It's great because it gave me a way to pass business to other people as a realtor. I needed a solid plumber, a solid electrician. Yeah, no, it's big. You know, everything. Right. So that's your advice for you wish you could have done more. What would you advise young Josh to stay away from business-wise uh, and do and try to do less of? What, do, what have you learned? I don't know. I guess I want to say the media has kind of made this belief that, you know, a realtor has to go in and like fight for every right. single penny for whatever and make it difficult. That's how you're a good agent, which is completely untrue. I guess I would say like the first couple answer. of transactions, you kind of want to like go in and just know that like you're working with a partner. That yes. other agent wants this to happen just as much as you do. Yeah. And it's not personal, it's business. You just have to make sure that you're representing your client and their needs. But you can do it with a with a, a handshake. A handshake yeah, instead can. of a fist. You know what I mean? I'm so happy to hear you say that. I, I try to tell agents this all the time that you're gonna do several deals with these people. Our business is relationships, right? It's all about building relationships. That's what we're about. I've even had that happen with agents where we didn't get the deal. You know, right? we didn't yeah. get it, but like the other guy told me like, man, I wish I could have worked with you. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and vice versa. So it's like building that relationship that will come back later on when there, when there is an offer that's the exact same. There's so much in our business that's out of our control. And right. so, so often you have to be the bearer of bad news. I think like we had an agent come to us with bad news and we were like, okay, well, clearly it's not your fault. You know, this is a title issue right. and we worked it out and you know, it wasn't great. It wasn't optimal for anybody, but you, you moved through it. And he right. said, thank you so much. Like, you know, down the road, this is really going to pay off for both of us. What do you think your clients like best about you? What is it about you guys? Do they like the fact that you're a husband and wife team or do they, the, what do they like best about you guys? What do you think keeps them coming back? They like Christy the best. <laughs> I, think, I think they like that we're guy. really available. <laughs> Um, having a partner like Josh and a partner that's my husband, like one of us is available pretty much all yeah. the time. And I hear that complaint a lot. Like a buyer's agent, they never showed me a house or they, right. they were never available when I wanted to go. And I'm like, well, if I'm not available, he is. And if he's not, then someone on our team is. Like, we're not yeah. going to let you miss out on a house because of our schedule. What are, you, what are you guys most proud of as agents? We have four people right now that we recruited and we've trained and we've retained on the team. And I just feel like every single one of them is such a good fit. Before real estate, both Christy and I were managers in sales positions. So you, you know what I mean? So we were used people. to hiring people. That's yeah. And, and what you're looking for when you hire someone, right? Like that's kind of like the biggest part. Let me ask you a question. How are the responsibilities delegated? Do you guys kind of just know what your strengths are? Well, I'm, uh, yeah, actually we just kind of work different sites. Right. So every once in a while, I'll say, can you take this off my plate? Right. Or he'll will say, can you take this off my plate? But he almost does all the prospecting because ever since we had our son, I really haven't been working as many open houses as I used to. But I'm really great once we have a client. I say I'm, the, I'm like the, the problem solver. So when something comes up, we come up with a solution like that. Like she said, I do most of the prospecting, but I, I kind of like to think of it as I kind of play a game of, hey, have you met my friend Christy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just, yeah, I try and rope them in. And as, as soon as they I close them, you know, we click, I'm like, hey, this is the person you want. You know what I mean? So I have a key question for you. So you guys sound wonderful and, and it sounds like you're, you're really great agents. If we have some listeners listening and, and they'd love to either work for you and be an agent in Kansas City, or they would like to buy or sell a house with you. How could somebody get a hold of you? Um, our website is called totallygroundbreaking.com. T-O-T-A. Wait, I can't spell it out loud. Totally groundbreaking. T-O-T. 
A-L-L-Y-G-R-O-U-N-D-B-R-E-A-K-I-N-G.com. Man, that is a long website. We should probably, we'll just keep it. It's spelled, it's spelled correctly. You can spell totally groundbreaking, it's not out loud. And I really appreciate you guys coming today. If anybody is looking for a home in, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, Kansas City or Kansas City, Missouri. This is something we deal with. So for people listening, I'm from California originally also. So we deal with this all the time with my friends back home. I say, oh, I live in Kansas City. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, how's Kansas? And I'm like, well, no. I don't know. So basically, <laughs> Kansas City is a border city. And the actual city of Kansas City is in Missouri. Okay. We also have a license in Kansas, so we can help people that are on the other side of that state border uh, right there. But we mainly work in Missouri. And we okay. and Kansas City, there's a Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. So uh, we, I mean, we do work in both. So guys, if you want to see this video, if you're listening to us on audio right now and you want to see Josh and Christy up close and personal, you'll be able to go to our YouTube channel, ATRE Podcast. You can also go to atrepodcast.com. And if you're interested in coaching and hearing my five secrets to success to help you start making you money today, go on it and click it. I'll even give you a free 30-minute coaching session. Josh and Christy, it's been great. I appreciate you guys being here. And thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having us. Have a good one. Bye, Brad. And that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.